This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, not what we wanted to see at the Kohl's Center last night as the Maryland Terrapins come in. They bring all the energy in the world, and they knock off Wisconsin. Badgers coming in number six in the country, so they will drop. Can't imagine they're going to drop too far. The Big Ten is just, man, so many good teams. And Maryland, certainly, if they don't get in now, I think they're going to get in soon. Very talented group. They should get into the top 25. Um, at some point this year. But to talk more about last night's loss, you can check him out on Twitter at Jim Polzine, WSJ, and, of course, for the Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com. He is Jim Polzine. Jim, what's going on? How much, Joe? How are you? I'm doing well. So, you know, last night, Maryland just that, – that was just some incredible balling from Maryland. I mean, what was it? They, they made 16 of their final 19 field goals, and it's not like the Badgers played bad defense. There were a lot of contested shots. It's just sometimes you can do everything in the world playing good defense, and the opposing team is just going to hit those shots anyway. I think that's kind of the reality of it last night. I thought they just played with more urgency than Wisconsin. They, they went downhill at Wisconsin. They played with a really small lineup, um, and that put UW in a quandary. They got Nate Reavers in some bad positions out on the perimeter, blew by him, and scored a lot at the rim. I mean, tw- 38 points in the paint is way too many to give up. And that doesn't even count, like, free throws off of drives to the basket. I mean, if, if you add those into it, it's probably around 45, 46 points just generated based on drives to the rack. So, you know. Wisconsin had that happen a little bit against Marquette. Athletic teams caused uh, this defense problems, and I think that's what happened last night. Well, and I think the other thing, too, was, you know, we're always talking about the COVID world and what empty stadiums look like and how you have to generate your own energy. Maryland, the energy was through the roof. I mean, these guys, every time a big shot was hit, these guys are all up they're jumping around they're hugging each other it's like they won the national title but i think that that is a big thing in this the cole center as hard as it is to play there that's not the case this year and so opposing teams have to find their own energy and i think that was part of that too last night yeah you could tell right from the get-go that there were you know any good thing that happened they were up off their seats on the bench and really keeping the noise and the energy going um i mean mark Turgeon said after the game that he was kind of mad at the big 10 because they sent Maryland on the road to play at Purdue on Christmas Day, and then another road game after that. He didn't he, he didn't appreciate that, but he did go on to say that he thought it was a good thing in, in retrospect because you know it just kept the team together. They grew. They sat in meetings. They you know they just kind of bonded. I think, and they showed it last night. It was a team that was desperate. They they were 0 two in the Big Ten. They needed a win. Um, they just played like. I hate I hate using this because it sounds so cliche, but they played like they wanted it more. And Wisconsin, coming off a big win, didn't match that intensity. And you know, there's just as 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 good as Wisconsin is and experienced as they are, there's not a ton of talent difference between Wisconsin and Maryland. Um, and and you know, 
So it really comes down to which team plays better and plays harder on a given night. And last night, that was clearly Maryland. Talking with Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal here on the Bill Michaels Show, talking about last night's upset in Madison. Uh, you know, one guy that I continue to be really impressed with, and he's been very streaky throughout his whole tenure uh, at Wisconsin, and that's Demetric Trice. You just don't know offensively which Demetric Trice is going to show up each night. But I don't know about you, Jim. I feel like Trice is way more confident in his stroke this year. And he was one of those guys that kept the Badgers in that game last night, hitting some big shots down the stretch. Yeah, he was really was only their he was really their only consistent offensive threat. They had Potter um never really established himself. Reavers was you know, he had one stretch in the second half where he was good, but he struggled. Davison was really, really struggled too. So Trice they needed Trice to kind of do a little bit of everything and and he's had back-to-back games now, 29 against Michigan State, 25 last night, where he's he's really carried this offense. And um, I'm sure he there's a couple shots late that he'd like to have back. He had a drive to the basket that could have kept it within, you know, one possession game, and it didn't go down. Um, but he carried a pretty big burden last night, and at least on the offensive end, and, and held them in it when other guys, you know, weren't really helping out around them around him. You know, the other thing, too, offensively, you know, we weren't sure after Bo Ryan left a few years ago whether or not the swing offense was going to go with them and whether or not Greg Gard would be able to carry that forward, to be able to coach it to this new group. I mean, there were a lot of questions about that. I got to say, collectively, watching this Badgers team the last couple of years, Jim, the swing offense is alive and well, and I think you got to give a lot of credit to Greg Gard being able to instill that in this group and to be able to do it well. Yeah, Bo actually went away from it late in his career, and, and that first season when Gard took over midseason, he brought it back just because he thought the team needed some sort of, you know, some some sort of process. It was it was too much freelancing, and he thought a system would be better, and ended up rallying them that season. And he's made tweaks. They they do a little bit. And it's not just it's not just the swing. It's the, they do a little bit of a flex, and he's kind of molded this offense into a you know kind of morphed into a, a multi-dimensional thing, and. Um, they still want to get the ball inside. I still don't think they get the ball inside enough. And, you know, last night an issue was they got the ball inside and didn't finish well enough. They just did not finish, you know, in high percentage areas like they should and missed some key free throws. So when the swing offense is working and, and, and it's, it's being executed, I think it's a really good offense. But last night there was a lack of execution, and it really cost them. I thought the key stretch of the game, Joe, was Maryland went on a scoring drought of like seven and a half minutes that covered both halves. And Wisconsin's lead only went from like four to seven during that stretch. They they had a chance to really build a pretty big cushion and couldn't do it. And you know that's a sign to me that the offense just isn't functioning like it's supposed to. And it you know it ended up biting Wisconsin because then their defense collapsed and and you know Maryland you know took advantage of the game. Well, it's going to be interesting now as we talk with Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal uh, coming up on Thursday. The Badgers are going to have another big test against Minnesota and Marcus Carr, who has just been red hot for them this season. And really, Jim, I mean, four of their next six games are going to be against top 25 teams in this crazy competitive Big Ten this year. Yeah, and that's why he really want to win a game like last night. I mean, there aren't going to be a ton of games against unranked teams, and at home you should hold serve. I mean, I, I wrote this last night, but the kind of the, the the old adage for winning the Big Ten title is taking care of business at home, um, holding serve there, and then you know going somewhere around 500 on the road. And, and they went and got a big win on Christmas Day at Michigan State, 
and then they gave it back last night. And so, you know, you, you, you always wonder if this was going to come back to haunt this team late in the season when they're fighting for the Big Ten title. And, and you know, it's the other. The flip side of that is there's some lessons to be learned from last night, specifically on the defensive end. And um, sometimes a loss isn't always the worst thing if you can take something from it and learn from it. And, and we'll see where Wisconsin goes from here in that regard. Well, I think it always helps a team, too, to be humbled just a little bit, even yeah. when you are playing really good basketball. A um, couple more for you, Jim. I have not seen or heard anything about this. Have you heard anything about Howard Moore and his health and how he's doing? Yeah, the last I heard, he's still in a long-term care facility. Um, because of COVID, it's been, you know, it's restricted on who can go in and, and see him. His family, his immediate family can go in. But like Greg Gard hasn't gone in and seen him since a couple of days after the win at Indiana to end the regular season last year when they took the Big Ten championship trophy in there um, and, you know, kind of uh, showed Howard that and gave him a hat and T-shirt. Um, but other than that, they've been pretty, the family's been pretty tight-lipped about um, his prognosis and his, and his, and his re- rehabilitation. Um, they want to keep it private, and, you know, I certainly respect that. Um, you know, I, all I can say is it's going to be a long recovery and, you know, that, that much is clear. And so, you know, updates have been few and far between, but um, last talking to Greg Gard, that's what I know is that he's still in a long-term care facility and, and, and his recovery has been slow. Yeah. Well, again, hoping for the best with Coach Moore. Uh, last one for you, Jim. And actually, I want to go over to football for a second. Tomorrow is the Mayo Bowl. I, I, know, I know you follow the football team as well. I, I mean, look, for me, this is all just this is just about development. Like it's another game for Graham Mertz um, to continue to find confidence in, in himself. A lot of these younger players. What are you looking for in this game tomorrow against Wake Forest? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like it's so I don't remember a bowl game that's generated less interest and in just in people I talk to um, fans and stuff like that. I just I think people are kind of ready to get this season over with. But I do think these practices and this game can help in some regards. Certainly you mentioned Mertz. I think it's, you know, if he can end on a positive note and then use that as a springboard in the next season, um, I think that's big. The, the guy I'm most anxious to see in that game is Jalen Berger. He's been out for a couple of weeks with COVID. Um, he was just starting to hit his stride and, and, and really gave Wisconsin's offense something it needed in terms of, um, you know, a, a, a big play threat. This, this team has just been lacking chunk plays, and, and Berger's a guy that can give that to you. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he's close to 100% tomorrow and we can kind of see the true Jalen Berger, Berger. And then he can use this as a springboard because he's going to play, you know, a big role in this offense going forward. And so you'd like to see him end 2020 on a good note. Yep, no question about it. He is Jim Polzine. You can check out all of his work at the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com. And you can always follow him on Twitter as well, at Jim Polzine, WSJ on Twitter. Jim, always appreciate it, and we will talk to you down the road. Thanks, Joe. Take care. You too. Jim Polzine on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. They work hard, you work hard, they treat you fair for 85 years and counting. 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Again, 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.